Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, folks. It's good to be back. Spent a couple of days in chilly, chilly weather in a deer stand. Had a great time. It was just good to get away. Enjoyed getting out in the woods, getting back to nature. And uh, thank Don Dubuque for sitting in for me. I really appreciate the assist there, and I hope everything uh, went well. Uh, got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to visit with Guy Williams, President Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. we got a whole host of issues that we're going to talk about that's uh, dealing uh, with the economy, supply chain, electric vehicle sales. Uh, also, there's always a scam or fraud going on as well. Uh, soft landing and interest rates. We'll talk about that as well because things are moving fast. The market was up uh, last week, doing well, and uh, it's all over the map. Can't really figure out why that is. In the 11 o'clock hour, we'll visit with Rafael Goyaneci. We'll talk about the most recent crime stats. We'll talk about uh, this situation going on with Sheriff Susan Hudson, you know, part two or part three of this continuing saga. There was a pretty... um, Incredible double non-fatal shooting in the CBD last Wednesday afternoon uh, right downtown um, and just absolutely insane. A lot of video about it, and uh, we'll talk about that case uh, too. Alec Peanut Smith is in town. That's the Budweiser Clydesdale's handler, folks. The St. Louis Hitch, as they are known. And they always come in town to help the NOPD out for the annual Horses, Hops, and Cops. And also they're here for Mardi Gras as well. That's a fundraiser to benefit the NOPD Mounted Unit. And it's presented by the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and Budweiser. And the event is set for Wednesday, January 24th from 5 to 8. And uh, been out there several times. Have had a great time every time. Uh, It's just uh, great to bring kids out and get them to see these horses uh, up close. But we'll spend a few moments with Alec Peanut Smith, the handler for the St. Louis uh, Hitch. So the legislative uh, special session, you heard me talk about this last week and the week leading up once the call went out. But I was very surprised about the diversity of the issues on that legislative call. It seemed to be too robust for me on too many important issues in a short period of time, eight days, uh, where we fundamentally were asking the legislature to change the way that we elect people in the state of Louisiana. And I said they were proceeding with haste. I think the 
methodology, the strategy by the incoming governor was hoping that the state legislature would, you know, go in blind, cover their eyes, ride the wave of the popularity of this governor winning in the first primary, which is unheard of, and and just going along with whatever the governor wants. Thankfully, I think a lot of folks started to speak up about, wait, 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 not so fast. We need to put a check on this authority. We need to be able to discuss this. And I think a lot of the electorate reached out to their elected officials and said, we're not on board with this. It doesn't mean we'll never get on board with this, but we want to see the plan. We want to see the evidence in support of the plan. We want to gain a better understanding of why it is that you want to go down this path. Now, from my perspective, I think the state legislature would have been much better served if they just voted this all down, killed it, and said, bring it back in a special session. I mean, uh, in the regular session, excuse me. But you can't ride the wave by that time. The honeymoon um, these days, they don't last very long, right? There are a lot of controversial issues. And the vast majority of folks, for the most part, on a number of these issues fall in the middle. And when the no-party affiliation or independent is the fastest-growing sector of the voting public, there should be pause created as you attempt to disenfranchise these individuals. And this issue of waiting till the last minute is really a disservice to the public of releasing the language in the bills in these special sessions. And I said it then. This administration was the benefit or the beneficiary of winning in the first and basically adding a month to their transition period, all the while campaigning on these special sessions. Well, it would seem to me that if you're going to give that priority and you're going to ask for a lot, philosophically and ideologically, that you would have done your homework. You would have laid out the policy perspectives, you would have made the case for what it is that you wanted to do. But that wasn't the case here. It was clear. Proceed with haste, ride the wave. Plain and simple. Because the fact of the matter is, is you were going to have a very difficult time selling this pig in the poke to the state legislature. Yes, the governor had some wins. There were easy wins. There should have been some wins. Now, whether or not the redistricting of the congressional uh, seats pass the muster of the court and or the Supreme Court is another day. And we'll understand whether or not those were the same thing, well thought out in the approach uh, that was made. Hopefully, We don't continue to have to battle this, that we can reach some conclusion and move on. But they did succumb, the legislature that is, with some races, um, you know, whether it be the federal races, the race for the Public Service Commission, Bessie, the Board of Elementary and Secondary Education. Obviously, all hot-button issues, right? Uh, obviously, there there are issues that the Republicans want them to fall in line with the party uh, line that so that they can boast 
about having elected these individuals and, and succumbing to whatever the party wants them to do, which is the danger of this whole situation. You're not going to have very independent-minded people that are going to come out of this party system. It just doesn't happen, right? You see this all the time. People on one day saying that their opponent, who has the same R or D as the, you know that they do, how bad they would be as a candidate getting out of the race and then endorsing that candidate the next day. How can that be? How can it be in the span of 24 hours you're running against a really bad candidate who's awful, who's done this, 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 and this, and the next day get out of the race and then endorse them? That's the classic example of the lack of independent thinking, the lack of the ability to be able to consume, you know, a little bit of these political intricacies for the best interest of the public, but we decide we can't do it because we'll never be successful unless we succumb to the party. So it's never about you. The danger is it's not about you, the voter. It's about them, the party, and control. It's an additional layer of control. They have a lot of control in an open primary system already. Vis-a-vis, you saw what happened in the governor's race. It was one of the things that I was very adamant and outspoken about in trying to develop the future of this race is that you have to be more open and inclusive, fair-minded. There has to be a set of rules in place where everyone understands the expectations, what's required of them. And those rules have to be sacrosanct. Never allowed to bend to the independent will of a couple of people that are running the Republican Party. But that's never going to happen. You know it, I know it, everyone else knows it. They want to be able to move with the wind, be out in front of the wind with everyone on every issue that's going to inure to their benefit. And when they don't have the wind, they want to try and create the wind to make you believe that that's the direction that you should be sailing in. And they do that by suppressing all the other candidates. They do that by suppressing the dialogue on the issues. They do that by not showing up for debates, not ever revealing where they are in any particular issue, not willing to consume political capital to defend oneself and one's position on policies because that doesn't bode well for control. They've created the wind they want you to know that, that the wind is blowing in, in favor of their direction when we find out it never was. And meanwhile, your ability to vote for who you want, when you want, how you want is restricted. I think the biggest loss of all for the governor here was when they didn't make it immediate, when they did not decide, when they decided to not have this apply to this year's federal elections that they held off not only one year but several years so it will not be implemented until the 2026 races which gives you the voter plenty of time to say what you have to say to talk to your folks in the state legislature to make your position known on this issue 
to introduce bills to change the course of what has been done already in this special session. And that's, that's the biggest loss out of this special session for this governor is that, one, it was really a mandate on the way that you are going to govern. Go- governing matters. And the moment in time that you just ask folks to vote on issues on your behalf blindly without taking the time to interact, to educate, to gain a better understanding of what this means to their constituents, to not be so one-sided and biased on an issue relative to a party or otherwise, to look at the issue from all sides independently, what's in the best interest of Louisiana. I'm curious as to what they brought up to convince any of these people that the open primary system has not worked. They ran the ticket this time. Obviously, it can't, it can't be that it was bad. In fact, they run the ticket almost every time, with one exception, or several exceptions, where they have put up horrible candidates for all the wrong reasons, just because they decide to do so. And that empowered the public to slap the parties down. And they didn't like it. And they don't like it. And they never will like it. And that's why they want this to change. They don't want there to be an alternative, whether of a, of a different party or not. But I'd, be, I'd love to be the fly on the wall to hear the argument to say that how this open primary system in this state has worked against them. Now, is there concern for them in the future? Absolutely. The, demographic, the demographics in the state of Louisiana are changing. But instead of getting out in front of the issue as a party to be more inclusive, to embrace more folks, what do we do? No, we're going to circle the wagons. We want to close the primaries. I've had several people say, well, Troy Carter's in favor of it with the Democrats. Yeah, if you're an elected official and a Democrat, of course you're not opposed to close primaries. Because what do they typically do? They may not even run a primary. He's in. He's got seniority. He's less at risk in the closed primary system than otherwise. But what does it mean to the members of the public voting? You're limited. So take for a moment, pause, think about all of the implications of all of this. And thankfully, a number of legislators stood up and said, we are not going to bite off more than we can chew here. They gave him a little. They took some back, and that was a good thing. We'll be right back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Folks, welcome back. We know that we're getting very close to Mardi Gras when the Budweiser Clydesdales are in town. And joining us is the handler of the St. Louis Hitch, Alec Peanut Smith. Alec, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thank you, and so, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning, and uh, welcome to a little bit of our chilly weather. We look uh, forward to seeing the Clydesdales, as always, uh, pulling that wagon uh, on the streets of the city of New Orleans during Mardi Gras. And I know, I think this is, what, your sixth year uh, here? This will be my sixth year of New Orleans Mardi Gras. What do you enjoy most about uh, your experience I mean, just coming down to New Orleans is a special event in and of itself. Um, the horses are it's thoroughly ecstatic, but even us handlers, I mean, we get a lot of enjoyment out of this as well. You guys have a beautiful town, and we really enjoy our time here. So let's talk about the horses because everybody's always curious, you know, and myself included. I've been out to, and we'll talk about the Horses Hops and Cops fundraiser coming up on Wednesday. I've been out there a couple of times and had the opportunity actually uh, to meet you many years ago and to, to, to talk about the horses. When you get close up to these horses, you really realize how big they are. So how how tall are these horses? So all most of our Budweiser Clydesdales are roughly at least 18 hands. Um, that is our minimum requirement for the horses you guys will see out on the road. Um, and they go from 18 hands even higher. And a hand is roughly about six foot two at the point of the shoulder. So I, I how when we say 18 hands what does that equate to in a in normal measurement yeah what so is one hand hands, so one hand would ideally be four inches four inches okay yeah uh obviously um they're big these horses how much they what do they typically weigh uh, most of our horses average just around 2,000 pounds. Um, we have some about wow. 2,200, but we always say they literally weigh a ton. And you have small cars that, that that's what they weigh, right? So <laughs> to put thing, things yeah. in context. Uh, pretty much, yes. You have to make sure you have your steel toe boots on for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they accidentally step on the toe, if you may not have the toe, right? 
Yeah, you would definitely feel it. I'll tell you that. So when we think about, uh, obviously, as they're big, they're tall. Uh, I'm sure they have that incredibly big appetite as well. They do, yeah. So, I mean, every single town we pull into, so New Orleans, for example, um, all of our hay is actually shipped here. So we have a whole semi-load of hay sitting out here in front of the barn. Um, horses eat roughly five, six, close to seven bales a day. Um, on top of that, we also feed them some grain as well. Each horse is part, we are in partnership with a nutritionist, so each horse has their own custom diet. Um, so we feed anywhere from four to 12 pounds of grain a day. Wow. And um, they predominantly drink water? Yes. So our horses, especially in the warmer weather, um, it's not quite warm here yet, but it'll definitely start to get there. These guys will start to drink anywhere upwards of 30 to 50 gallons of water a day. No Budweiser, right? (laughs) No Budweiser. None of them are 21 yet. (laughs) The wagon, uh, when that thing goes down the street, you can actually feel the street vibrating. Um, How heavy is how heavy is the wagon? Yeah, so our wagon out here weighs about four ton. um, And that wait, wait, say again, four four tons. Four ton. Yep, four tons. What? Why? Why is that? Uh, so the wagon is actually an original. It's a 1903 Studebaker wagon. So back in the day, they made everything pretty authentic. Um, so it's got the steel wheels still on it, the heavy base frame. Um, everything on it is pretty much still original. We have a little bit of restoration on there, but it's not much. So um, a hitch for you guys are eight horses, right? Correct, yeah. And this hitch that's here with us today is the St. Louis hitch. How many different hitches do y'all have? Because I see that y'all are all y'all are all over the place. It can't be the same hitch. Yes, yeah. So we have. Um, we'll start with us. We are the St. Louis hitch. So we are based out of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, then we also have moving east is our East Coast hitch. Um, they are based out of Boonville, Missouri, at Warm Springs Ranch. Um, so they will cover everything east of the Mississippi, and then we also have our West Coast Hitch, and they will cover everything west of the Mississippi, and they're based out of Boonville, Missouri as well. So three three different hitches, 24 horses. Uh, are they ever together, all 24? Um, so we do host. Um, so last year was our 90th anniversary, so we do all come together once a year. Um, for some different photo opportunities, and they we do mingle a little bit, but we are also busy filling our show schedules. Uh, we hardly ever really get time to run cross paths. We're visiting with Alec Peanut Smith. He's the handler of the St. Louis Hitch. Alec, uh, are there? Do, do y'all bring horses that are like on the bench in case come game day one of the other horses is not squared up? Yeah, so if you guys do come on out to Horses, Hops, and Cops, you will see more than eight horses. You will see ten. We always do carry two extra horses with us, and we don't really like to say the word spare because we do intermingle all the horses. Um, Think of it more as a day off. So one Uh horse will go for a couple days, and then we'll give them the day off, and we'll put in another one. So as the – and then on on that wagon uh, is – a guy with all kinds of leather straps coming his way. Um, I often wondered, actually, how much control does he ever truly have with all, as heavy as, as these horses are. So what does it take to be the, the hitch driver? Yeah, 
So our hitch drivers out here, it is an immense program to get up to that caliber of driving. Um, so ideally, when you start, you start with just two horses on a wagon, and you have to master that. And then you move up from two horses to four, four horses to six, six horses to eight. Um, it takes roughly about six months, but to truly master it, I would say it takes about five years of doing it. And you get to know, I guess, the idiosyncrasies of the horse, strengths, the witnesses, weaknesses where one is, you know, different than, than the other uh, in the hitch? Yeah, I mean, each horse, they're not robots. They have their own personalities, and it's almost like a teacher or a nurse or anything like that that takes care of patients or other people. Um, the horses are the same way. I mean, one horse likes scratch behind the ear, and the other horse likes scratch on the belly better than the other. Um, some horses like certain things better than others, and some horses, you know, they don't like a balloon or they don't like this. And, I mean, that's just all part of the job. You have to definitely know your horses in order to make everything safe for everyone and enjoyable. Alec, would it be safe to say that the the two lead horses are the, are the two most important in the hitch or no? I would honestly say that our wheel horses, which are going to be the ones closest back to the wagon, would be the most important horses. That being said, all six horses in front of them, they can turn left, they can turn right, they can do whatever they want to do. But those back two wheel horses, they are the powerhouse of that wagon. They are the only two horses that are actually turning and stopping that wagon. Really? Yep. And, so and, those guys are ideally going to be our biggest, largest horses. They're going to have our strongest muscle tone. Our lead horses are definitely surprised as well, though. Those guys are definitely going to lead us in the right direction. And you need a pretty quick, kind of a smaller sized horse up in the front because they're a little more agile than the bigger guys. Right. Uh, some take to the reins differently than others. How important is that for the two lead horses? No, oh, the lead horses, you definitely want a go horse. Um, I mean, most of our guys, they definitely are more than eager and excited to be in these parades. But your lead horses, you just want a real strong, strong-minded horse, to be honest. Strength, really, of the horse isn't that important, but you just need a horse that's confident up there and definitely knows, you know, how to turn left, how to turn right, and how to go with confidence. What kind of training goes on? And because I've always been amazed, you know, working on a parade route, sitting there uh, in uniform in my previous life uh, was with the sheriff's office. I mean, the, the crowds that get all riled up, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're clapping. You know, sometimes there's a band in front or a band behind and, and the horses just seem so calm. Yeah, I mean, so like I said, we travel a long, long time. Um, so we average roughly about 40 weeks out of the year. We're traveling, doing all different events. Um, so we do have some aged horses out here between the ages of 8 and 12. Um, but we also have some youngins out here, too, about 5 years old. They're fresh out of the training. So once we start training the horses, roughly around 3 to 5, um, they're going to go through an pretty extensive two-year training um that's going to be happening at warm springs ranch in boonville missouri um and once they conclude that training we'll start them on out here um we may not use them right away if we're going to be doing a huge parade like excalibur or endemian um we may do them in you know more of like a smaller quieter setting and just let them kind of pick up on the vibe and get comfortable and then as we progress with the horse we'll progress with the the size of the show yeah so let's talk about horses, hops, and cops. You guys uh, 
come out every year, participate in this uh, fundraising event to benefit the NOPD mounted unit. In fact, that's where y'all are housed is at the NOPD stables, right? Correct. Yeah, we're here at the NOPD stables staying again for this year. I've all my years here. This is where we've always stayed. This is our home away from home for the New Orleans Mardi Gras season. But Horses, Hops, and Cops, it's an amazing event. Um, if any of you guys are like, man, I wish I could touch them or man, I wish I could get a picture with them. Come on out. This is your opportunity. And there's a lot of interaction getting to talk to folks, you know, uh, with Budweiser about, about these horses, what it takes. And there's a lot of other things to do as well out there, too, right? Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I love our photo opportunities. We're going to have um, we will have our big red wagon out and display and preview. You guys can get plenty of pictures next to that. We'll have some horses turned out in the arena here. Um, the horses will be running around, no halters on. They'll just have a good old time. You guys can see them be actual horses running around playing. The crowds always tend to love that. That's one of their favorite parts. Um, we'll also have some food and beverages here as well, as well as some extra shops to kind of come around. But all together, between the music and the stage, it's going to be a really great family fun time. Um, someone uh, saying, are the Dalmatian dogs still on the wagon? on the text line we do still have the dalmatian dogs so we have two of them out here actually their names are bud and gus um so bud is a little bit of an older guy and gus is our younger dalmatian out here um so we have both of them up there on the wagon uh one at a time they take turns as well but yes they they adore the crowds just as much as the horses alec is there a story behind the dalmatians and their participation with the hitch yeah, so the Dalmatians, they are essentially a carriage dog in and of itself. Um, if you guys think back to the days where everything was horse-drawn carriages, the Dalmatians always seemed to be the dog to be associated with a carriage. And out here at Budweiser, we decided to con- continue that um, that tradition and keep everything all the same as a flow. So we're basically a replica of what you guys would have seen way back in the day. Final thoughts? Final thoughts, I think I am more than excited to see everyone come on out to Horses, Hops, and Cops. Um, we're going to have all the horses nice and ready for you guys. Get you come out, get your pictures, get some get some drinks and some food, and let's have a good time. And it's supposed to warm up by Wednesday, so that's a good thing. So um, go out there and have a great time. Like I said, I've been out there several times. It, it is well done. You and your, and all the folks from Budweiser are great out there. Y'all really put a lot of hard work in, in to, into that effort, and we appreciate same and appreciate the fact that you guys are back here again to participate in Mardi Gras because I know the young kids, everyone, young, old, and otherwise, they love to hear those uh, that hitch coming down St. Charles Avenue or whatever other part of the route uh, that you guys are on. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right. That's Alec Peanut-Smith, the Budweiser Clydesdale handler of the St. Louis Hitch. It hitches eight horses. There'll be ten horses out there at the NOPD stables. Horses, Hops, and Cops fundraiser to benefit the NOPD mounted unit presented by the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and Budweiser. The event is set for Wednesday, January 24th from 5 to 8 p.m. Get on out there. You'll have a great time. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've heard over and over again the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, especially on our college campuses. But interestingly, uh, the other day, uh, the Daily Pennsylvanian student newspaper uh, interviewed uh, Professor Harun Kukuk, said that he is concerned that political conservatives will take advantage of the university at a vulnerable time, especially after recent resignations of President Liz McGill and the Board of Trustees Chair Scott Bach. He says, I guess you could call it a hostile Republican takeover of a distressed institution. He and other faculty members' uh, concerns were as a result of a December 12th email that was uh, to the Board of Trustees from Mark Rowan, the chair of the university's Wharton Business School, Board of Advisors, and also a major donor. And according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Rowan asked a number of questions about the university's actions and mission amid criticism about its responses to anti-Semitism, free speech, and academic freedom. And Rowan asked the trustees to consider ways to create a community that engenders respect. Well, that's horrible. Even in times of disagreement. Oh, my God. And re-examine policies on free speech, and civil discourse. In fact, he went so far as to think of uh, and encourage viewpoint diversity. Whoa. In In university hiring practices and if it is compatible with the university's current diversity, equity, and inclusion framework. Well, this set the liberals off the rails. Kukuk said that Rowan's letter is a sign that conservatives want to re-engineer the university and that viewpoint diversity question is a code word for actually hiring Republicans. Oh, my God. What do they fear? An opposing point of view? They've lived in a land where they can say what they want, when they want, how they want, and never have anyone challenge them. Out of fear of reprisal, out of fear of grade deflation, out of fear of a number of things, and now a number of these professors, are they're leaving. They can't survive in this world. They might actually have to do some research and some work that's meaningful to be able to support and bolster their proposition and propaganda that they're trying to sell to our kids. Professor Robert Vitalis said 
He plans to retire early. This is horrible. There might be some Republican hires at the University of Pennsylvania. I don't want to teach on a campus that has accepted these premises of outsiders. Did you know that? That as a Republican, you are an outsider at the University of Pennsylvania? Being able to say what a slogan means. Really? What can be taught or who could be teaching these things, he told the newspaper. An opposing point of view is something that they don't want. They don't need it. They're comfortable. They're lazy, quite frankly. And they know that a lot of the BS that they've been putting forward has no basis in fact. And the fact of the matter is that, that now, They are being challenged day after day after day. They don't like it. They don't want to have to go to work. They don't want to have to think. They don't want to stimulate and provoke a thought process in our young students to enhance critical thinking. They want them to simply be a sponge, to absorb whatever comes out of their mouth. Is this a surprise to you? It's not to me. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when they hire a token few of Republicans. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. A lot happened over the weekend, a lot in the aftermath of Iowa caucuses. Ron DeSantis out of the race and endorses um, Donald Trump. A number of other folks have uh, endorsed Donald Trump here over the uh, past several days. Um, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, many talking about him being uh, the VP uh, running mate to the president. It'll be interesting to see. Some think it's going to be a female. Um, Some are talking about Christy Nome. I think Carrie Lake has kind of fallen out. It's going to be interesting to see where we are in the days after the New Hampshire uh, primary and um, you know figure uh, this going into South Carolina and, and how much longer um, Nikki Haley stays in the race. Some of what Donald Trump has been uh, saying I have to scratch my head sometimes to try to gain a better understanding of what he's talking about and, and where he is on uh, any particular issue. Uh, and a number of the allegations that continue to be made are kind of interesting as well. He would probably be better served at this point in time if they would just keep him on a tight script. But we know that that's not going to happen. And truth be told, maybe we don't want that to happen uh, for a whole host of reasons coming up next we'll visit with rafael goyanechi president metropolitan crime commission this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 